Chapter Nine of The Haunted Hangar by Van Powell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Nine. Jeff encounters a jinx. Turning with a confidential air and addressing Dick, for whom he seemed to have the greater liking, Mister Everdale spoke. I've just thought of a good scheme, as Jeff and uh, taken you into his confidence, any sandy helpless to interfere heard dick give the substance of what they had learned from the superstitious pilot the man continued that lets me snap right down to my plan now we don't know where those emeralds are we don't know which people use the seaplane or whether the man who jumped has them and has gotten away or not but if i should fade out of sight and no one but my dependable sky patrol knows i'm around your dependable sky patrol sandy thought going to try to use us now well if no one else knows i am around i can watch and see a lot that others might miss i'm going to have that seaplane brought here and then i'll be around watching to see who comes snooping if anybody does as i live and breathe i think that's a great idea don't you dick agreed readily all right then you can tell your other comrade larry you said you call him dick i'll leave a note for jeff now i'll go on up to the house and write it and make a couple of telephone calls and then i'll drop out of things but you'll hear from me off and on till we get those emeralds safe in our hands then even while we're waiting if you can get your parents consent to stay which i think can be arranged by jeff larry can take some flying navigation you dick can study engines and construction or navigation whatever you like he put a hand on sandy's shoulder and the latter managed not to wince or draw away sandy can have the run of my library full of books on engineering and mechanics and you'll be learning while you help me get those emeralds and find out who flew the seaplane and who helped them on the yacht i know i can get my father's consent to visit you here dick said eagerly and i like the plan he added heartily sandy watching their confident stroll toward the closed mansion turned a cold face to dick you're a fine sky patrol he grumbled you swallow everything he said like a big softy and told him everything you knew he continued bitterly why not dick wanted to know you wait till larry comes and i tell him my theory all right dick agreed cheerfully but don't start in earning your nickname all over again he warned i'll have you calling me successful sandy before i'm through the drone of an incoming airplane took them racing to the landing spot where jeff came down to report that he had taken the unconscious seaplane pilot to a hospital where it was declared that he had a bad blow on his temple and might not recover his mental clearness for many days and i'm glad i'm done with this here amphibian he added had more trouble than i ever had before i think the crates hoodooed maybe the ghost haunting the hangar put a spell on it dick chuckled well don't worry jeff you're down safe and sandy shook his head let them take jeff up to the house he decided and watch the two men when they met dick not comprehending the idea behind sandy's headshake nevertheless did not finish his sentence 
the roar of a motorboat began to attract their attention and as they went to the wharf again jeff wanted explanations of how they got in with the airplane you won't make me believe dick flew that there crate he declared no dick agreed i didn't you'll find the man who did up at the house jeff swerved aside on a gravel path leaving them to aid the caretaker and his mechanic to bring the hydroplane to its mooring and let larry jump out to join them they compared notes eagerly dick and sandy could hardly forego interrupting one another as they brought their story up to the minute after hearing how larry had helped to get the pilot to the amphibian discovering and rescuing the life preserver on the way now larry dick said finally mr everdale said we could take you into our confidence and he's probably telling jeff everything suspicious sandy has a theory all worked out i suppose jeff is a double-dyed villain and this mr everdale will turn out it's no joking matter sandy spoke sharply you listen to my idea and see what you think jeff the so-called mr everdale and the pilot and passenger of the seaplane as well as the presumably injured man whom they had not seen all these were members of an international band of robbers sandy claimed the man who jumped with the parachute and life preserver must be named gaston from what the pilot said to you larry he went on then he must be french maybe dick said most likely he is agreed larry but if he was wait till i get to that urged sandy well they learned somehow that mr everdale was in california and his wife was taking the emeralds to london they didn't have any conspirator on the yacht then or else they would have gotten the real emeralds long ago so there was just those five in the band jeff mr everdale gaston the man we haven't seen and the injured pilot there might have been two gangs one of three one of three one of two or three bands one of two one of two one of one don't poke fun at him dick he argues reasonably so far thanks larry sandy was grateful all right then the band planned the work in london at the hotel that's how jeff knew the emeralds were imitations they poured acid on did they carry acid just in case dick could not restrain his tendency to tease i think it was something they meant to throw on anybody who tried to stop them golly gracious that might be larry exclaimed anyhow they discovered the false emeralds and tried to destroy them sandy was more confident at larry's acceptance of his ideas they managed to get somebody on the yacht sandy guessed and then to be sure there was no hitch divided into three groups jeff possibly the ringleader after all in his airplane two in the seaplane the other two in the amphibian the confederate on the yacht was to secure the gems somehow and they must have had a radio somewhere to get messages larry was beginning to see daylight and to concur with sandy's opinions yes sandy nodded and they all went to the appointed place but jeff interfered with the amphibian objected dick and you forget to account for the two men in the hydroplane i think it came out the way it does in books sandy declared each set wanted those emeralds and they tried to outdo one another and maybe the hydroplane was the honest one of the lot 
with mr everdale's the real ones caretaker summoned by the captain but jeff had us signal them dick said they must know jeff added larry i know how that fits sandy spoke earnestly the hydroplane men were honest and jeff worked into their confidence and offered to help them to discover the plan well that's possible larry admitted we know what happened jeff signaled but he knew the amphibian was coming and the seaplane to make sure neither would break down and leave him helpless while he supervised sandy had good going now the seaplane got the life preserver and then jeff decided that they might get away trying to follow and while the seaplane was flying his passenger got the emeralds free of the life preserver and then now you're stalled chuckled dick but sandy was not defeated the passenger while they were high up through something and hit the pilot the seaplane went out of control the man jumped and then cut free his parachute cut the sack holding the emeralds and hit in the swamp why wouldn't he take the rubber boat it would be missed larry he was too bright for that how could he get away why dick wait till everybody was gone then take to the rubber boat get himself picked up if the boat isn't there when they bring up the seaplane i'll think you've hit the nail on the head larry conceded i know i have Shh. here comes jeff larry turned well jeff he says you know all about him but he was gone when i got this here note he failed to display the missive to sandy's disappointment it would have provided a fine chance to compare the writing with what he had seen in the letters supposed to have come from california and if he was really flying east why had mr everdale written a letter by mail would be slower than an airplane flight i don't like this plan at all at all jeff went on dubiously that seaplane is jinxed oh sh jeff i don't care larry listen she cracked up and her pilot got a bad smash from something and the emeralds vanished we recovered the life preserver anyhow chuckled dick and here comes the yacht so we can return that much property i tell you the sky patrol has accomplished something jeff did not share larry's smile he imitated sandy's scowl he says for me to shove my crate in the hangar stay there get your parents to let you make a visit and larry learn flying and so on but if i put my crate in that hangar it's haunted and now the jinx seaplane to come in any instruction i give will be at your own risk i'm not worrying larry said and say here's a queer one jeff changed the subject i noticed some chunks of gum wasn't in the amphibian did you take em out when you stayed back in the hangar sandy no or if he did somebody else put the same kind in the seaplane as larry spoke he withdrew from his pocket a dark hard object get that here cried sandy snatching at it he tore at the hard substance with fingernails working it flatter and then with an exultant screech boy-like but not good practice for an amateur detective he pointed to something dark green glowing there's one of the everdale emeralds he exulted End of chapter nine